Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Joe Doring. I'm here at World Famous Corgan Hall. What's going on? It's Sammy Guevara, the best ever. And you, yes, you are listening to WrestleCast Radio, baby. WrestleCast Radio, it's the number one podcast in all of wrestling, yeah. Mr. Young, I'd like to get a training update from you. Life coach training has been great. I ran five miles today. Run, As your life coach, I don't allow you to run. But coach, I got to get my cardio in. What am I supposed to do? Walk, walk, walk. Walk briskly. Walk briskly? So you don't want me to ever run? Maybe, just maybe if you miss the bus. I stopped running in 1978. (laughs) Wow, that was way before I was born, but... I've got your car keys here. And it's going to take you eight hours to walk to the next town. Eight hours? Coach, why are you... Hey, dig deep. If you get there too fast, I'll know you ran. I'm here to set the record straight today. I want to tell everybody in WCW why I was called terrorizing. I was brought here as a boy from France to be educated in the best schools in the United States. And I got the name by beating up all the American punks in the schools. I was given the nickname Terrorizing. Well, now I am no longer a boy. I am Jean-Paul Levesque, the greatest professional wrestler in the world today. Remember the name Jean-Paul Levesque. There's a lot of things going on in the World Wrestling Federation right now. And yes, the Red Rooster wants to get his claw right in the middle of it and stir it up a little bit. A lot of people have been saying, what's been going on, Rooster? Well, everything's going on. The World Wrestling Federation is number one. And yes, the Red Rooster's trying to claw his way to the top of this federation. There's a lot of great talent around here, and I'll tell you why. Because the fans are the greatest. I thank each and every one of you Rooster Boosters, because with your support and my Rooster Wing Hold, I don't feel like there's a guy here that I can't beat. UConn John Nord, his partner Scott Norton, and I'll tell you what, UConn, you made quick work on a big spike. Hey, let's set up. My partner, Scott Norton, I'm going to tell you a story. We was up in the UConn. We got up early one morning, and we was chopping trees and chopping wood, and Big Scott had got to the lumber shack before us. And everybody knows what lumberjacks eat. They eat a lot of pancakes. My name is Thurman Plug, but my friends, they call me Sparky. You call me Sparky, too. I never really worked with Hulk Hogan that much. I don't know him that well. I know you guys did in WCW. What can you tell me about the Hulk? You mean personally? Yeah, personally. Well, Mick, I didn't date him. I don't know anything about personally, but... I'm in control here. And you're going to give me what I want. You know what it is. Give me what I want. You know what I want. I've been asking for it for years. You're going to give me what I want, or I'm going to continue to hurt people you love. Give me what I want. Give me what I want. Ladies and gentlemen, Randy Bryant. The last two long years is finally over. Been a long, long wait. You're going down this time, Bill. You're going down. We'll be back.
decided to eat an Oreo at the wrong time. <laughs> oh, my apologies. Don't you mean it we was the hype time? Mm-hmm. All I was thinking was MVP. MVP when I heard that song. Because, man, oh, man. We got nights five through nine, Alex. You said you, just, you were finishing nine tonight? Yep, finish nine. We're still nine behind uh, the champion carnival, especially yep. with the wrestling about to pick up on uh, the next, uh, actually this weekend, a few New Japan shows. And also don't forget the Super Strong Style 16 tournament. Uh, but thankfully that won't be uh, on the progress site for a couple of days. But uh, to give us a little breather, but hopefully uh, we can wrap up this carnival within the next couple of days and kind of get you uh, get you some of the results. But yeah, as you stated, <laughs> nights five through nine. Some pretty damn good wrestling, I would say. Oh my goodness, yeah. I uh, I just I'm on the main event of night twelve. I plan on getting through at least into fourteen tonight, and I'm hoping to wrap up by Friday is my my tentative goal. Well, we'll see if I can pull it off. But you know, I'll say this too. You know, you know, as as fans and and as people who have enjoyed this tournament a lot, they're very easy watches. I mean, if you just do the tournament, it's made. It's it's under an hour and a half usually. I mean, it's a nice and easy watch. And the right matches that that need the time get the yep. time. And the right matches that don't need the time, they really don't force the time on you. And it's it's been nice and reassuring. And sometimes, though, I'm like, gosh, give it, you know, like five more minutes, <laughs> which, you know, uh, a couple of matches here. But uh, it definitely has uh, swayed my opinion on a few wrestlers, uh, you know, kind of uh, in the middle uh, portion of, of the tournament here. So uh, definitely uh, I, I've had a Yoshihashi kind of, uh, I, I guess, kind of a aspect of, uh, damn, maybe I did uh, poo on this wrestler a little too much. And, yes, he does share a good name as well. He's good in this company. I mean, he's, he's, it's everything that, that we needed him to do or wanted from him in New Japan. He's doing in, yeah. in all Japan here. And it's been, it's been a breath of fresh air. It has been. I mean, I'm a little uh, over the uh, Into the Universe gimmick, but uh, which took me, I think, until like night eight. I was like, oh, I get it now. Um, but uh, his in-ring work, I was like, oh, I, I get it now. I mean, a, a match with, um, you know, I would say one of their top baby faces that we'll get into a little later on. Uh, Freaking brutal classic type of, uh, I would say, strong style type of match from these guys that I, I did not entirely uh, expect, but was glad uh, once the bell rang. And I was like, damn, give them five, ten more minutes. Let's let's go. And uh, that's what this All Japan <laughs> Champions Carnival <laughs> Tournament has been all about. So, um Obviously, we, we got these to talk about. You got a whole laundry list of topics you want to get into. Do you want to start hey, I with loved some? Our episode. I loved our episode that we did on Monday. Go check it out on the archives over on Stitcher, you know, I, uh, Apple Podcasts, you know, uh, iHeartRadio, wherever you can get your uh, podcast. Also, blogtalkradio.com forward slash strong style media, where we have all our episodes. Um, but no, uh, you know, it was nice kind of getting some news and. You know, we, we kind of woke up to a little present. Uh, but depending on what you want to do, sir, um, you know, we could definitely dive in into the carnival. Like I said, uh, it's uh, it's a fun time. You know, it's it's the month. May is here. And what does May usually stand for? Usually not money in the bank. That's usually a June or July pay-per-view. Uh, but we don't <laughs> care about that at the moment. 
but uh, we are definitely double uh, or nothing, um, as is the wrestling community with uh, All Elite Wrestling uh, within about 24 days here. So it's uh, it's getting here. The excitement is definitely building. Do you care um, that next month's backlash is now called Stomping Ground? Um, at least it's not called Great Balls of Fire, <laughs> I suppose. Goodness gracious, they cannot name Stomping it. Ground? What is this, uh, WWE uh, uh, mobile card game? Yeah, I played two of them. I thought they did more entertaining than the show. Stomping. <laughs> but I guess, you know, if their front office wants to be bullies, you know, be a star, right? You know, stomp. Yeah, uh, stomp get them. Get them. Why don't why don't we why don't we go through the carnival? But we don't have to pick over every match. We kind of just uh, I'll read you know I'll go over the match. Or I'll go over I'll basically give the results of a card, and we can kind of pick something we each like from each card. We don't need to spend a lot of time on it. Um, uh-huh. Kind of give the good matches, and then we can get into uh, the news and notes you have here, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll see where we're at after that. Uh, night five, we had four matches Ooh. on the card. Uh, Joel Redman defeated Sam Adonis. Yuma Aoyagi defeated Zeus. Joe Doring mm-hmm. defeats Daoya Nomura finally on the board. And then Yoshitatsu defeats Suwama in the main event. Um, some pretty good stuff. <laughs> uh, it was three block B nights. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the one block A. Yoshitatsu Suwama, I went three and a half. Um, no more adoring. I, I gave a three. Uh, Redmond Adonis, I gave a two and a half to. And Zeus Yuma Aoyagi, I gave a three and a half. I got to say, Kento Miyahara's partner in next stream, Yuma Aoyagi, is really starting to stand out even more as yes. a guy to keep your eyes on on that Naoya Nomura type train as the year goes on. And I mean, I can't wait till you get to night eleven. The Miyahara Yuma Aoyagi match is oh my everything you can kind of imagine with the progress of Aoyagi. Like I said, they're partners in Extreme, and it, what was great too is is uh, Aoyagi when he comes out. You know, he's spinning his his t shirt towel as blue over the head, like he <laughs> always does to the music, and he's got some weird like eighty sounding rock music. And he he walks by someone in the crowd, and they have a Miyahara tower, and he stops. And he takes the Miyahara towel from them and throws it on the ground and points at him and says, no, and then begins shaking his towel over his head to the music that he keeps doing. Um, and then he does it a second time, too, and the crowd just eats it up. And, and Miyahara's like, come on, what the hell's wrong with you, man? You know, I'm Kento Miyahara, you know that. <laughs> so it was, it, was a fun, it was a fun little match. But, yeah, uh, I mean, main event the uh, was was good, and the Aoyagi-Zeus match was really good, especially for the fact that Aoyagi win. Probably the biggest match of his career. Um, young guy gets the win. Zeus was destroying him, just like Shuji Ishikawa did uh, a show or two before this. But, you know, he, he gets in there. Aoyagi finally locks in one of his own submissions, a seated front neck lock, yeah. uh, the end game. And Zeus taps it was you know he he told the ref okay i can't do it anymore so very very fun match uh what, what did you I like agree. about night i mean five no i mean uh yumi yagi is is awesome i mean what i liked about you know kind of these, these stretch of matches um was you know from five nights of five through nine 
was essentially the the young the little guys. You know, if they were going against like a Zeus or an Ishikawa or you know uh, you know a beast like uh, um, Suwama, like their opponent would just try to attack and gain momentum right away, and that's what you know Ayagi definitely did with Zeus. And and I would say this was a match where I, I would Zeus, you know, kind of again, kind of gaining my respect a little more and more, where he, you know, kind of took control of the match. You know, he was taking a lot, you know, from from Ayagi here, but but you know, Zeus I I'd say did his job, made Ayagi look good and, and you know, again, locking in that submission for that second time, that uh that front um uh whatchamacallit, uh the front submission there. Mm-hmm. Um, was was the, the front face lock? I apologize. Uh, oh yeah, wow, the end game. Sorry. Yep, yep. The end, oh wow, that's even better. I mean, it ties into last <laughs> weekend, one point two billion dollars. <laughs> the end game. Wow, that's about. I mean, that's what I miss about lack of commentary is I have no idea what these moves are because I'm just going, you know, match by match on what's on the All Japan app. So I don't know the names of the moves. So I just have like front face lock or wicked chop, you know, like this and that. Which, speaking of wicked chops, I thought Ayagi, um, a la Bruce Banner in uh, Endgame, I thought his soul left his body every time Zeus would chop him because he would just bounce like four feet back. And I'm like, good God. Um, but no, I thought Zeus looked uh, pretty damn good in this match. Again, kind of, you know, leading the way, I would say, um, for Ayagi. But, you know, kind of we're talking about, you know, night five. Um, one thing that stood out to me was, you know, the Sam Adonis and Joel Redmond match. Uh, Redmond just seems comfortable now, you know, kind of with the, the couple of tournament matches that he's had. He's comfortable. He's getting, you know, good with the crowd. Um, you know, he is, you know, very technical, you know, where I don't think the crowd is utilized or used to that, you know, in some ways. Yes, he still kind of does the acrobatic stuff. But when you have, you know, kind of an American heel like Sam Adonis, um, you know, kind of uh, perpetrating the crowd, um, you know, it definitely helps Redmond in that sense. Um, and, and I thought Sam Adonis, again, you know, once he kind of got his footing in with this tournament, with the crowd, with his opponents, these two have been, you know, low-key MVPs on this. Hell, the whole, you know, I, I would say the whole roster, unfortunately, for uh, for Big Joe here, um, Joe Doring, but, but these two have definitely, uh, I, I would say, have made their marks um, on here. Very surprised, though, uh, that Numora uh, Nayo was the one to uh, kind of get the loss to Joe Doring there. Um, you know, of course, you can't have Doring go 0-3, uh, but, you know, kind of, <laughs> you know, that's your, your, you know, like you always say, your, your white hot baby face in uh, Nayo. Um, you know, just, just very surprised. That was a, a quote-unquote, uh, you know, quick match there. A lot of Boston Crabs, a lot of Chops and Lariats, um, but, you know, they, they definitely uh, surprised me, um, as did uh, one Yoshi Tatsu. Um, I like to call Suwama Sujaba because um, it seems like he's doing a lot of that into this tournament. I knew you were hyping him up, hyping him up a little bit, uh, but definitely it was the battle of the hairstylist, the battle of the, the hair streaks <laughs> um, within that main event there. Um, but, no, Sam Adonis and Joel Bredman, I, I thought Night 5 was a heck of a card. Um, you know, each match, you know, I, I would say flowed pretty well. Um, but yeah, I mean, Zeus, you know, we'll, we'll get into him definitely uh, in the next couple of nights here. But uh, no, this was a, a definitely a watchable card. Definitely something where instead of watching on Monday or Tuesday, you get quality damn good wrestling. And, and I'm liking how the crowd, 
you know, is getting a little bit more into it since Japanese audiences are usually more reserved. Yeah, crowd's been hot for this tournament. It seems like everywhere they go, the crowd is is behind it. They're going, look, you guys are giving us a nice product, and we're behind it. We want to watch, and we're we're fired up. And it it blows my mind, you know, hearing like the crowd cheering for somebody like Daichi Hashimoto. Like, I I think it was, oh, it might have been. Was I'm trying to just quick go through my notes real fast here. Um, day ten, I think it was. You'll you'll get to see it next show. I'm pretty sure it was day ten, or no, it was either ten or twelve. But it was uh, Daichi Hashimoto, either the match with Nomura or the match with Suama. But Daichi Hashimoto continues to make Will Osprey look like look quiet with his ah! when he's screaming twenty four seven out there. And, and it, I mean he. There is one of those two matches. He's just shrieking at everything. And it's like, all right, man, you know, I'm not going to knock you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> night six, we got Yuma Aoyagi defeats Gianni Valletta. Uh, Jake Lee defeats Yoshitatsu. Sam Adonis defeated Suwama, which shocked me. Um, and then we saw Kentucky Hard defeat Dylan James in the main event. Uh, one of the better matches for Dylan James. Uh, another great performance in a main event, just like we talked about Yoshitatsu having one of the best matches of his career with Suwama. Uh, Jay, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Joe, uh, what's uh, Dylan James doing the same thing here with Miyahara. Um, quick notes, Jake Lee, Yoshitatsu, I went three and a half. I really liked it. Suwama, Sam, wow. Sam Adonis, I went three stars. Yeah, I was big on the Jake Lee, Yoshitatsu match. But then again, as I've, you know, you know, I've been putting over these Jake Lee matches. Um, Miyahara, Dylan James, I went three and a half as well. And uh, Yumi Aoyagi, Gianni Valletta, I went two and a half on. Um, obviously, Miyahara stands out to me because he, you know, he he got Dylan James to do a lot more than you would think uh, think he would do. Um, but it also, you know, people are noting that Dylan James has figured it out, and since he's transitioned from James Radine to Dylan James, he's gotten better. And getting in there with a guy like Kento Miyahara, he's been able to. He, he stood toe to toe with them and had a very respectable match. A lot of people really, really higher on this match. A lot of people going three and three quarters, four stars. Like I said, I went three and a half, but I don't know. Something just didn't click for me. I, I enjoyed the finish. Um, I enjoyed the the powerbomb spot on Miyahara for that super late kick out. Um, and it was in a perfect spot in this tournament where after seeing a guy like Sam Adonis beat Suwama and Suwama only at two points, albeit only mm-hmm. a couple matches into the tournament for him that, Anything could happen, and we almost got that. So, kudos for that. Um, and, you know, it was one of those things where uh, the distraction by Sam Adonis to get the, the cheap victory over Suwama <laughs> didn't bother me like a lot of the cheating has done in some of these companies, and especially with the, with the G1. Yeah, it felt different than the typical Tabatanga or Jay White stuff from the G1 last year. So, kudos mm-hmm. for that. And, Sam Adonis, look, he he might not be the best worker in this tournament. He might not be the best in this block, but he's working real hard. And I feel just like Joel Redman, he's a guy that might get to do some more tours with the company after this. Oh, uh, thoughts on nice like I said, they, it's clicking with them. I mean, Sam Adonis just seemed natural with Suwama. I was excited for this match, you know, mainly, you know, for Adonis, but, you know, also to kind of get onto the Suwama train here. 
Um, but no, I, I thought, you know, kind of the early counters, you know, kind of by both men was, was great. Um, I loved how, you know, he's utilizing the young boys on the outside for distractions. He, he, that, that's what he's doing. He's the American heel, you know, boo this man, but he's got such charisma and awesome tights where you can't boo that man, you know, and sexy boy. whether he's kicking someone in the dick or, you know, just, you know, biting fingers. I mean, it, it just works for that guy. But, you know, he's also doing some, some pretty good wrestling, you know, as well. You know, wh- whether it's a headlock, recliner, a big boot, um, you know, even getting that power slam on Sulama, um, you know, was, was pretty damn cool there. So, uh, yeah, that was a fun match. Jake Lee getting a win with another uh, – HBK Sega Genesis Royal Rumble finisher with the uh, with the backdrop there. Um, please tell me he, he's got something else in the arsenal, Ryan. Come on, what's so devastating about that? The, the backdrop is a it's a nice move. He's got the knee to the chest too. Um, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I I just I, I don't know what it is. Combo. I just I don't know. I I think it's just I still have hope that something's gonna happen with Jake Lee. Mm-hmm. So I hey, do. I don't know. I find his matches interesting. I just something about it, and and like this match with Yoshi Tatsu. And Tatsu's been having a good run, and he's been working real hard. Which you know, you said I need to give Tatsu a better chance. And Jake Lee mm-hmm. was motivated for this match. He showed up. Agreed. It wasn't like Agreed. he like he did last time against Daichi Ashimoto. So I think that was a nice thing. Did you get his like? Like cringe nervous as I did when Sam Adonis went for that Northern Lights bomb and spiked Suama right on his head. Oh God, Jim! I was like, oh, oh no, yeah. oh no! And then when Suama <laughs> got up, I went, oh no, for Sam Adonis' sake, I thought he was gonna kill him. But Suama, being the the, the professional, went, it's cool, I get it, it was an accident. But for a second, I was like, well, he just broke his neck. Oh, now he's gonna kill this guy. Okay, everything. Well, fine. I mean, Suama's <laughs> neck is, is, I mean. Let's be real. That's a pretty strong neck, but yeah, that looked like uh, he dumped him on his head pretty badly there. But like you said, it was all it was all good, you know. Kind of come the end there, and then you know Yuma Yagi, you know, kind of hitting the end game, you know, yet again, you know, the, over Gianni Valletta, which you know I, I was having some good good hope for him, but you know, kind of in the, a couple of or I would say his next carnival match, he kind of oof. Um, well, we'll get to that in a second, but uh, you know, Valletta was you know he, he was okay in this, you know. Um, you know, I'm I'm loving a lot of the, you know, non-Japanese wrestlers. They're starting these matches kind of on the outside, you know. It's kind of that brawl mentality. You know, Valletta's definitely known for that, um, you know, kind of early on there. But, uh, no, Yagi, you know, I, I would say this was a good match with Valletta. Um, you know, hopefully this wasn't the ceiling for Gianni Valletta. You know, kind of only in night uh, night six here, but uh, you know that 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 remains to be seen. Um, but Mia Hara and Dylan James, man, I I thought this was a great match. Um, to be honest, not like a five star or anything. You know, it was sloppy in some parts, but hey, man, that's a huge size difference. And I like you know how they utilize you know the different sizes between each wrestlers in these carnival matches you know it's not like i'm gonna pick you up every time hell even suwama has a hard time sometimes picking up his you know uh, opponent that you're just like oh this is gonna be a battle of the hosses and it's just like oh yeah no settle down you know this is real life you know you just can't pick up everybody and powerbomb them you know with ease there but um no i i thought dylan james uh 
Again, his chops to Kenzo, God bless him. Um, and then even taking the cross face on the uh, the ring post there. I'm loving, too, how the ref is getting more involved with that maneuver, pulling Kento's hair, yelling at him, getting in his face, and Kento's still doing the Kento face, you know, and the shouting and whatnot there. Uh, you know, <laughs> loving how that's the, uh, the story there. But damn it, man, I thought Dylan James had it a few times. His power bombs on Kento Miyahara and for him to just kick out, I was like, good God. But again, when you hit two rapid knees and then, of course, with that that uh, that wicked strong German there, um, you know, it's just nice to, to see Kento Miyahara pick up that win, um, the second win of the tournament there, which was tying uh, Dylan James uh, so far after night six. Uh, night seven had a suspect match. Um, which is Alex kind of mentioned, but the rest of the card was awesome. This is one of my favorite nights of the tournament so far, Alex. Um, Joe yep. Redmond defeated oh, yeah. Ilya Nomura. Shuji Shikawa defeated Yuma Aoyagi, which was awesome. Um, Ryoji Sai defeated Gianni Valletta. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. uh, Suwama defeated the former Cyber Kong Takashi Yoshida. And then Zeus Cyber- defeats Jill and James. Uh, Dylan James mm-hmm. going back to back here, main eventing. Um, running through my my thoughts on these real fa- or my uh, my ratings real quick. Uh, Suwama Yoshida went three and a quarter. Uh, Redmond No More I went three and three quarters. That was that was a Ooh. I almost went I almost went four. That was a banger. Um, Ryoji Sai and Gianni Valletta I gave two stars. That was not good, oh, and I, I I gave that because I thought Ryoji Sai was trying really hard to get something out of Valletta and Valletta is just, I almost went under two for that one, which is two things hard. from that match, that wicked, like dart knee to finally put, uh, uh, Valletta as well as the audience out of their misery and uh, good selling <laughs> from Sai at the end of the match where he had to pretty much, uh, be brought back. Um, but yeah, no, other than that, man, I, that's when I threw on a pod, you know, cause there's no announcement. Yeah. You know, so I just threw on a podcast and just started watching, you know, <laughs> kind of the matches there. And I was like, oh, man, this is uh, way better to get me through this. Uh, this yeah, I mean, and, and like I said, I, I gave a nice gentleman's two because Ryoji's side worked as hard as he could to get anything out of that match. And he didn't yeah. get much, but, you know, I can't fault him for at least he's trying to work. And so I, I got to give him some props for that. Um, otherwise, I gave Zeus still and James three and a half, and I gave the Ishikawa Yuma Aoyagi three and a quarter. So everything over that, or aside from that, three and a quarter all the way up to three and three quarters, which, you know, okay, that didn't have any four-star bangers or higher, but I'll tell you what, if you're just going to give me some nice, average, really entertaining stuff, I'm not mad whatsoever about that. Um, I, I think... I would say like, that main event... The emotion mm-hmm. and everything. That, that's for what did you give it a three and a half? Uh, yeah, I I I, no, I, I think I, went, I thought it was three and three, three and three quarters, three and three quarters. Okay, um, and okay, this I was Zeus's home crowd too, which is awesome. Oh, totally. When he got that treatment, you know, where it was like the little uh, balloon banners, I was like, oh, he must be at home. Like this guy. Oh yeah, you know, then they had the people with the. They had the sticks here. over the guardrail. That, that he was walking under like the flag. Yeah. And th- the chops that they were throwing, man, they were, wow. They were going, they Chop were going hilarious. hard. 
um, I mean, it was James hit that power bomb again. Uh, Zeus got Zeus got out of it. You know, he gets the, he wins with the jackhammer. But this mm-hmm. was this was Dylan James once again. You know, like 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 people have been saying, he's he's figured it out with this gimmick change. And I mean, two yeah. two great matches. You could argue against. God, I, this this A block is is a murderer's row of wrestlers. Yeah. So you get rid of you get rid of Gianni Valletta, and this eight these other eight guys in this block, I, I think you could you could put against a, a big block in in a, in a G one. I mean Zeus, Ishikawa, Okabayashi, Kenta Miyahara, Yuma Aoyagi, Dylan James, Ryoji Sai, and Atsushi Aoki. It's a hell of a lineup of guys, man. Yeah. Um, and Ioki's not even, you know, he doesn't even have any on the board yet. But still, what he brings to the matches, <laughs> he wasn't even to supposed to be his here. Opponent is great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought oh, the uh, the Nomura Redmond match was great. Um, they just had a rapport. Like they just hit the ground running. It, it, this was the match where I was like, why can't you go ten minutes longer? Like, yeah. to me, it, just, it started as a sprint, and then all of a sudden it was over. And I'm like, what? Like, another, like, the arm bar, you know, uh, Nomura gets out of it the first time there. Then you get the middle rope suplex from Redman, then the tombstone, and then he gets Nomura back into the arm bar, which then gets him the tap there. Um, you know, but again, I this was where I was like, no, give me more. Like, why do you have to have five matches on this night? And, you know, you could have inserted the first 10 minutes of the Valletta Psy match into the <laughs> Redmond-Nomura match. And I, I thought that could have been easily, if they would have given a little more time, that could have been a four, four and a half. I, I yeah. mean, definitely a match that, you know, was quick. It, it told a great story. Redmond, again, just connecting on all fronts in from the audience to inside of the ring to his opponent. Um, just, a, oh, man, he just gets it. You know, I feel bad from talking – ish about him on night one, but uh, he's definitely becoming one of my uh, favorites, Gaijin or not. Or not. Um, but can we talk about uh, Ishikawa here and good God, how amazing he is. Let me say this real yep. quick about Redmond Nomura before you jump in on the Ishikawa match. Um, it, you're, what, you, what you mentioned last show, uh, last week, not not on Monday, but last week when we did the first uh, four nights, Redmond's really coming into his own as as we saw, and he got an opportunity to go in there against a guy who you could argue is the the MVP of Block B, Naoya Nomura, and Nomura gave him everything, and he this to me was another call to Nomura being the next guy and potentially the guy who's going to win this whole tournament, like we kind of said mm-hmm. to get the title shot with Miyahara. And he did the Kento Miyahara with Redmond just in a shorter form. He went out of his way to give Redmond enough to make Redmond look fantastic. He sold for him yeah. and he put him over. And that's something that is a lost art in wrestling nowadays is when you're, when your ace of your company is good enough to make somebody and not lose anything. And you're still talking about yeah. how good his performance was making somebody. And now you've got two guys to talk about. Naoya Nomura did that with Joel Redmond on this match. And and it told me that Nomura is ready and he's surpassed Jake Lee on that young string. And I, I'll go as far as say, as much as I love Jake Lee, the, the guy who wrestled Ishikawa in the match you're going to talk about next, 
I think Yuma Aoyagi might have surpassed Jake Lee, too. Oh, totally. I, I think he's on the route. Uh, surprisingly, maybe surprisingly for all Japan, he's on the route that I think Nomura's in. I, I think it's kind yeah. of a battle of, like, who's going to be the next guy? Not that it has to be one, because, hey, they're in a great spot with Nomura and Aoyagi. Um, because Yuma Aoyagi, man, he, whether he faces a giant like Shuji Ishikawa, <laughs> or he faces, you know, someone technically sound or someone his size, you know, he, he could just go at it. Like, I mean, like you're literally facing a giant, you know, <laughs> in, into the next match here. And, boy, did he give it his all. You know, Ishikawa, whether he's tossing him around, you know, or, you know, hitting, you know, small Iagi with a double knee, um, which, my God, I, I thought they both were pretty much going to be out. Um, but then they continue to wrestle for like 12 more minutes, or I should just say uh, beat the living hell out of each other. Um, <laughs> just, I mean, the discus clothesline that Ishikawa did, I, I thought Iyagi's head fell off. Um, but no, this was a, a good match of, of conflicting styles. And, I, and, you know, this was a good showcase for Iyagi, you know, for, hey, when we do make it his time, we know we could put him in there, someone big, and then, you know, have him, like you always say, you know, that, that chase aspect where, you know, he's mm-hmm. going to be the guy that, oh, that ultimate underdog where, you know, I think uh, Nomura, you know, he has that, but I think he's just a step below, maybe two steps below Kento Miyahara, you know, where he's believable in beating anyone, where Iyagi will be your underdog. He'll be your Daniel Bryan, if you will, for this company, you know, maybe not now, maybe not two months from now. But when you need that prime spot next year, I think Yuma Aoyagi is the guy you call for. And when, when you get to night 11 and you see Yuma Aoyagi and Kenta Miyahara, it's going to solidify even more what Aoyagi is becoming. And it's, he's just becoming real. And he's showing up in the big matches. Um, going off this little um, this result that I'm looking at, the writer posted this in here and He's 100% right, and this is kind of the the same talk we said where these guys that are given the opportunity are hanging, like Dylan James did with Kento Miyahara. And, you know, Zeus might not be one of the best going, but he's Zeus is hot right now, and Dylan James hung with him. But um, as the writer put on, yeah. uh, Shuji, Shuji Ishikawa is one of the best wrestlers in the world, and, if you can, and you can see it in the little things that he does in this match. That's the one thing I'll say about Ishikawa is if you watch the little fine details he does, it's like Okada and, and to an extent uh, the older or the younger Randy Orton per se, where there's just these little things that he does that nobody else thinks to do. And it just mm-hmm. adds to the story of the match. And, and as it put as they put on here, plus his moveset just rules. Yes. I love watching Ishikawa <laughs> throw the saw, like the slowest, but most vicious running, running like walk knee into their chests. I never, it would, would Aoyagi goes for like a dive attack and Ishikawa just up knees him standing there and just smiles like, Oh, yeah. that was, that was cute. But Aoyagi hung I mean, with this guy and he looked oh, totally. great doing it. And that's how you know once again that he's on the rise with with a guy like Neil Yonamura. Yeah, no, he, um, man, I I gotta definitely watch a lot more Ishikawa. You know, like you were saying, you know, with the with the tag, you know, aspect oh, here. But but I mean, this guy, who? I mean, if this guy was around during, oh, he he makes every big man 
Like, dude, he's doing top rope maneuvers with ease, whether it's a splash <laughs> or double knees. And then, oh, yeah, I'm going to murder you on the apron, whether I give you a DDT or a tombstone or, you know, yeah. just a package, whatever. Like, I'm Every time he does you. the Hiroshi Tenzan tombstone, like the one arm just push down tombstone, yeah. I, gr- I groan like, uh, uh, you know. Is that, but like you were is saying, that, though, even the little things. His discus clothesline where he turns like twice and then will like knock, you know, uh, your head off as he did. Oh, with God, the, it's uh, like Zangief. Beautiful. <laughs> I rewound that sucker like five times. It was just, um, you have to time that correctly, obviously, but how he did it, it was just a, a beautiful motion. And I was just, I popped for a discus clothesline. And this was a, this is a tournament, Ryan, where I probably have counted over 102 lariats so far. <laughs> Five and, oh, and, and just wait till you start going because uh, we start getting more Yuji Okabayashi because I'm assuming he was he was on some tour with uh, Big Japan. So watching him murder uh, some of these poor guys uh, is just laughing, laughable, uh, painful, but laughable. <laughs> um, 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 night, go ahead. Another thing, like you were saying about, you know, kind of, you know, the, the wrestlers, you know, that are making other wrestlers look good. Special shout out to Cyber Kong, Takashi, Yoshida. Um, yeah. Not only is his blonde beard awesome, uh, but, but he just, whether it's a, you know, a big hoss like himself or, you know, one of these younger guys, he, he could definitely uh, change his style up and, and make it exciting, um, you know, where, where I, I love this match. I almost win four stars alone on this match. I mean, this, you know, these two guys were looking to get more points onto the board here. Um, and again, you talk about lariats, you talk about chops, um, you know, no one does the throat chop better. Sorry, Kane, but you're, you're, you're done. Takashi Yoshida can hit you with multiple rapid fire throat chops where I'm like, good God, that guy's Lernix is uh, caved in, but uh, Takashi Yoshida, a, a silent low key MVP. Uh, of the ter- of the carnival so far, and and I loved watching him and Suama just have this giant hosh shoulder block war. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay, well they're just somebody's gonna have to give, right? Right? <laughs> maybe later, okay, maybe nope. not. <laughs> they're still going. <laughs> um, Night eight. Oh man, had had another good Takashi uh, Yoshida performance. Um, had. Yeah one of my least favorite matches of the whole tournament, but also two matches that I went, I went over four stars on. Um, Sam Adonis defeats Joe Doring. Uh, it was, it was not good. Uh, Takashi Yoshida. Def- yep. No, it was just a quick match, which I was very surprised oh. at. <laughs> I know you said, I'm sorry. He- Oh, sorry, even utilizing, uh, you know, healer's tactics, but, you know, the back kick to the dick of Joe Doring, man. I don't know what he did to piss someone off backstage, but, uh, you know, I, I I like the fact that Adonis won the way he won. Um, I felt bad for a fan of the show, Joe Doring here, uh, but, you know, something obviously is going to happen. Maybe he makes a late run. I'm not sure since, you know, it's still technically relatively close, but um, uh, I, I thought this was a good way for Adonis to get heat from the crowd. You know, in a way, you know, obviously he's kicking them in, in the balls, uh, you know, and distracting the ref here, but a good way to get heat uh, for one Sam Adonis. It's, it's in one of those 
one of those things where just Joe Doring just doesn't seem like Joe Doring, which is yeah, I don't know. That was that was my match. I went one and three quarters. I didn't even go two. I was like, okay, it's oh. over. Cool. That was four minutes. Awesome. Great. Thank uh, you. That was more enjoyable than Cy and, and Gianni Valletta. Come on. At least I, the crowd was into it. I felt like Ryoji Cy worked harder than both of those two combined. Yeah, that was like a four-minute. Like I even was like, you know, me me and the uh, the SO were just chatting. Then all of a sudden I was like, wait, the match is over? And, you know, after they were just, you know, kind of walking around the, uh, on the outside of the ring, they're just like, oh, I'm sorry. And then I rewound it. And then I asked her a question. I was like, wait, the match ended again? I was like, oh, got to rewind it. <laughs> Yeesh. I think, too, I went as low as I did because I'm just not enjoying this Joe Doring run, and I don't know why why it's going this way. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Yeah. It's frustrating. Um, Takashi Yoshida defeated Joe Redman. This was really fun. Um, this mm-hmm. this this was my uh, three and three and a quarter on this one. Uh, oh, really nice. really good match, but uh, boy, then then this turn then then we kicked into another gear here. Yeah. Ryoji Sai yeah. and Zeus had a banger of a match. The, the suplex spots were when when he su- went to suplex Ryoji Sai on the apron. Sai stops, goes to suplex Zeus, who comes in the ring, who suplexes Sai into the ring, who then, mm-hmm. as he stands him up to do the Eddie Guerrero spot, Sai suplexes Zeus, who then they, they roll up, and Zeus suplexes him back. They roll up again, and they're still holding the suplex, and then he puts him on the top rope for a superplex. It was it just blew my mind. And then when Ryuji Sai actually did the superplex, he got so yeah. high in the air that when they fell down, I thought Ryoji Sai broke his neck. <laughs> and it, it could be, too, just the fantastic selling uh, of him doing it. But I'm watching this like, oh, my God, he just crippled himself. <laughs> and, I mean, the the spots back and forth, the closing stretch was, was tremendous with the strike exchange. Sai Conner's the jackhammer, hits the running knee in the corner, Kicks up, uh, hits the Naichi waterfall double double stomp, uh, gets the win. I mean, God, this was this match ruled. And then from him being walked out the night before to you know with with the match with Valletta to like you said that suplex spot was amazing. Like oh. again, that was a, a spot I rewound numerous times. Just because I was like, how did they do this? Like, so perfectly. Uh, for Zeus to then just pick him up, throw him on the top rope, and then still climb up on the ropes himself and then give him a superplex. Um, and then the superplex buster that Sai hits, you know, in response to that awesome effing sequence. Um, I, I don't know how Zeus kicked out of there. Um, I mean, and then you have choke slams and, you know, the sequence of the chops and like 900 lariats from Zeus. Um, the T-bone suplex that, that Zeus can do, my gosh. Um, again, this was just, a, like you said, a, a, I mean, to me, I would say one of my favorite matches of the tournament so far. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, Kento Miyahara, you know, is, is just a stud on every match that he has. And we'll get into, uh, you know, that in a second here. But Ryoji, Sai, and Zeus, hats off to you guys. I mean, to me... This was a, a damn good match. This was a win that side definitely 
Uh, I did not expect to win. You know, like you said, this was Zeus's hometown. You know, <laughs> like, you know, when I kind of had a feeling that, you know, when he wasn't in the main event, I was like, oh, maybe he loses this match, but how could mm-hmm. Cy get a win over the powerful Zeus? Um, <laughs> but now, both these guys, uh, fantastic. I, I thoroughly, um, thoroughly enjoyed that. Uh, and then the main event happened. Yeah, this was, you know, okay, Ryoji Sai, you're from Osaka also. Sorry for the shit show we gave you yesterday. Let's, uh, we'll get, we'll make it up to you tonight. <laughs> you oh, know? Both but, okay, nice. Yeah. And, you know, for a minute too, when they, I, I enjoyed when they were going through the crowd because usually I'm kind of like, uh, I get dull, dumbed down. But he's rearranging every bit of furniture just to make room to, to kick him. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm move that chair here and move that one here. All right, now I got enough room to wind up and just pelt you. And he's just murdering Zeus. That was good. It was so good. But yeah. He, throws, get... he throws Zeus on those chairs, by the way. Like, usually it's the other way around. But Sai just hit tosses him onto a plethora of, of uh, chairs in the first couple of rows there. Yeah, that was. And it yeah, felt like kick. a fight. <laughs> I forgot about it. The uh, the swift kicks uh, side. I mean, it was all about getting leverage. You know, it, yeah. a powerhouse like Zeus. I mean, Sai definitely did his homework. You know, maybe they trained together. You know, like you said, they're from the same town. So, uh, I, yeah, this was a, a damn good match with a result I was not expecting, which I could say with the Champions Carnival, it's definitely been, you know, a lot more surprises than, you know, I, I would say uh, results that we're expecting. Oh man, but yeah, as you mentioned, then Shuji Shikawa defeats Kento Miyahara. This is up there, probably my second favorite match of the tournament behind Miyahara Zeus. Wow, was this good! This the crowd was so into it. I mean, they were ready to go. Kento Miyahara played the heel role, which you know, just like Okada, it's so good watching him play the heel role because he's great at yeah. it. Um, oh. the back and forth on the exchange exchanges are great. And then after we get a bunch of near falls and everything, Kento Miyahara goes Kento Miyahara and begins to go start, you know, spamming the blackout knee. And Ishikawa just catches him as he's doing his running knee, like, nah, we're good. Spikes him. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, when Kento Miyahara kicked out of that Splash Mountain, I couldn't believe it. And then, obviously, Giant Slam comes in. Ishikawa mm. gets up to seven points now. Um I mean the the drop kicks and and the the, the slide attacks from Kento Miyahara, the forearms from Shuji Ishikawa. Um, then when Kento finally started to get get the offense and started landing those knees, the the way he throws those knees are so freaking brutal because he doesn't do oh, the, the hip slap like everyone else. I'm like because I'm watching him like he's never slapping his hip. Dude's clapping his hands on impact, which makes it even better sound. I mean it's just. God, he's he's, you know, I I, tw- I don't know if you saw this this tweet earlier. I'm pretty sure I tweeted it, but Ketsumi Hara reminds me of the 2016 2017 around there Okada right now. He's the best wrestler in the world right now, and oh. I I think it's starting to come. A- he's starting to run away with with the year. And once again, it's like it's like after Wrestle Kingdom 11 when when Omega and Okada had their match and Okada won, and then Okada went on the streak with like Shibata and all that stuff. And it's kind of one of those things where you're like, Okada's the best wrestler alive, and as good as Kenny mm-hmm. might be, 
he's becoming a distant second. Kenta Miyahara is slowly distancing himself right now in 2019 as the best wrestler in the world to me. And I'm starting to, like, it, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just his explosiveness. Uh, it, you know, it's it feels like he's more, like, I thought Kenny Omega was the most explosive wrestler I've ever seen. And <clears throat> he looks like he can still put as much impact speed and, and the ability to just spam attacks and not be tired a half an hour into the match, almost better than Kenny could. I just, I don't know what it is about Miyahara, man, but I, he's, he's the best wrestler in, in the world right now. Sorry, Okada. I'm What's a more right devastating mood? What's a more devastating move, the uh, the Rainmaker or the uh, the strong German? I, oh God, I I think the Rainmaker for the fact he can do it against anybody, but I think that strong German uh, looks so cool. It's just so yeah, cool. Yeah, but people be kicking out of that though, man. No one kicks yeah. out of the Rainmaker except like three people. I um, I'll say this though. This question, as I stated, 101 lariats. I'm pretty sure. I count it within these five shows. I mean, when when does it when is it not enough? What makes the Rainmaker more powerful than let's say an Ishikawa, uh, you know, discus clothesline, or you know, again, you know, a, a Dylan James wicked clothesline, you know, just standing uh, lariat there. What are the differences? Is it the wrist lock, or is it I the think two for me, it's just the fact of. When Ken, when when Kazuchika Okada throws the Rainmaker, you're conditioned to go, damn, that guy had a valiant effort, but he couldn't overcome the Rainmaker. He couldn't he just he could avoid hitting that because when he hits it, it's over. Um, yeah. I don't think it's the stiffest of. I'll take a Zeus's lariat. He did the Yuma Aoyagi is still one of the stiffest lariats I've seen in the last decade, <laughs> and I will stand by that. Uh, but you know, I'm but it's just. It's it, it it's the beauty of it. Like, look how many guys like Suama does a stalling German suplex, yeah. but he never goes for the cover most of the time. Anymore, just does it as a release. But when Miyahara does it in in the the pro wrestling's real world, he's perfected how to how to properly land it and how to time at such random moments when to actually go back with them that you're not able to keep your head and and be ready for it. You know, it's one of those things where so being it's his finisher, it just lo- it just feels like the end, if that makes sense. Yeah. I suppose. No. I yeah, I, I love that the stalling I mean that strong German, like you said, it's nice because again, it you know, the strength that he can get. When he got Ishikawa into that, I was like, no, Ishikawa's gonna fall on you dude. Like, how are you gonna get this giant, you know, down? Uh, I, I don't foresee the uh, the giant slayer uh, Seth Rollins being able to do that, but uh, but no, Miyahara, um, yeah, he's definitely in a league of his own as of now. Um, damn, the, if you can get the the crowd to boo, you know, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and for them, you know, to to kind of just cheer you, you know, to the top of the building there at uh, that was at Kurukin, right? Was that? Uh, no, that that wasn't at Cork, and that was at uh, I think it was at Sumo Hall because it was Hall. a bigger event. I mean, yeah. When that happens, when you know the ace of Japan wrestling, you know, is just not getting you know 
the the uh, the response that he's used to in Kenzo Miyahara is getting that tenfolds over. I, I mean, it's definitely something uh, wrestling fans and, and wrestlers take notice. And, uh, you know, this guy, you know, like, you know, I'm just getting into him, but apparently, you know, I, I can't wait to check out some of this 2017, 2018 stretch of matches here from him. So uh, he's definitely one of a kind. Sorry, Rob Van Dam. <laughs> and then on night nine, the last night uh, we're talking about here, uh, Dylan James defeated Yuma Aoyagi. Takashi Yoshida defeated Sam Adonis. Zeus defeats Atsushi Aoki. Atsushi Aoki, excuse me. Uh, and then in the main event, really fun match. They all Yonamura defeated Yoshitatsu. Yeah. Um, Black Beast, what's that? No, I, I was going to say a hell of a match. Uh, yeah. You know, a, a match that made me say, okay, Yoshitatsu, I'll be watching you closely now. Yeah. Goes in there with Nomura, and, you know, it's the same thing as the match with, with uh, Redmond. Got an opportunity, makes the best of it, like we saw night seven. And I did the same thing. I went three and three quarters on Nomura Yoshitatsu. I, I credit to Nomura being as good as he has become. And I credit Yoshitatsu for showing up in the big game. Uh, Sam Adonis, Takashi Yoshida, I went two and a half on. Uh, Dylan James, Yuma Aoyagi, I gave a nice gentleman's three. And the same thing for Zeus and Atsushi Aoki. So, fun fun night all around. Um, another easy watch because... There wasn't, it yeah. wasn't a giant, like, oh, you know, it wasn't like night eight with the two matches that we had, the Zeus match with Ryuji Sai and Ishikawa Miyahara, but everything was a fun watch, and it was an easy watch, and that's what this tournament's been. Agreed, and, and what, um, talk about great sequences, I want to just get back to the, uh, to the main event here. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we talked about the, the suplex spot, you know, from, from the night before, uh, let's talk about the German suplex spot, uh, kind of by both guys, where they just hit it one after another. You know, uh, um, uh, Nomura and they, uh, Nayu would hit one, then Yoshitatsu would hit one. You know, they would go back and yeah. forth, which I thought was great. Um, and then the Yoshi driver, you know, definitely uh, did not did not finish it there. But the uh, Spicoli driver for Nayu, uh, def- uh, Nomura definitely uh, got the win there for him. I thought this was a great brutal. Uh, fast-paced match. I mean, and and how can this kid have a better-looking spear than the uh, the the arm-cocking big dog, if you will, of Connecticut? Um, thou uh, he shall remain nameless. Uh, but man, way better crafted spear, I would say, than than that guy. Who and they a lot sound of merch. brutal. Would he? Would he? Yeah. Hit, when he hit Yoshitatsu, Yoshitatsu sounded like somebody punched him in the gut. He gave that, ooh, he just drove him to the ground. Um, I thought he had a chance to win when um, he went the, the complete shot, Koji Clutch. Um, he did, But then he didn't get the submission on, so he just went for a pin and almost won after doing it. Uh, blocked the code breaker, which was really fun. Um, and yeah, and then he, he, you know, he hits the maximum for the for the three count, it was it was interesting too seeing Nomura not win with his new uh, with the Nomura lock or whatever he's calling that new move. Yeah. Um, usually, you know, they, especially with them trying to go for it, but yeah, the I mean, crowd was hot for this whole match. And I mean, halfway through the tournament, this this tournament's a way fun. I can't wait to uh, can't wait to check it out here. Um, I was trying to real quick uh, see if there's any anticipated bangers uh, for you to be ready for. Uh, some good Ooh. stuff. I mean, I had a three and a half on day 10. 
Um, that's 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 always a positive to see. Let me check the A block over here. I had a three and three. Oh yeah, that was really good. Uh, day ten at Sushi Aoki took on Yuma Aoyagi. That was really fun. Uh, day twelve. Can't wait for you to get there. I got a four and a half star match on day twelve. Um, day day eleven's got a four and a half star match for me as well. So that'll be something to check out. Um, it looks like the rest of them. yeah. So I mean, there's there's a couple bangers coming out that you're gonna get to see that I can't wait to hear your reaction on. And then so it gets better. Been, uh, so so far um, through uh, night nine, Zeus and No More are they the only ones with uh, with eight points? Uh yes. If if I look at let's see, day nine. So Takashi Ishida's at six. Um, day nine on this one. Nomura has eight leading the leading the block. And yep. Uh so so Nomura has eight at this point. And then yeah, because Ishikawa has seven because of the draw. And then uh Miyahara has four, and then Zeus has the the eight, yeah. So it's it's uh Zeus and Ishikawa right now are at the top spot. And Dylan James too, also six points too. So they're the top three right now. Miyahara is sitting in fourth. Ooh, I'm loving it. It's close. Fifth, excuse it's me. Uh, day eight, Ryoji Sai got up to five points. So yeah, Miyahara is sitting sitting fifth right now, tied with Yuma Aoyagi <laughs> and uh, Yuji Okabayashi. Yeah, and, and like oh, I said, there had to have been a big Japan run because Yuji Okabayashi, uh, day two, uh, faced Yuma Aoyagi. Um, and then it looks like he doesn't come back until day 10 uh, was, was the next match. If I'm looking at it, day one was Ishikawa. Um, day 10 against Valletta. Day two was Yuma Aoyagi. And that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um Get ready for a run of Yuji Okabayashi, which I'm not mad about. Um, there's going to be a – I still got a, a Yuma Aoyagi match, I believe. I still have a match with Ketsu Miyahara, and I have a match with Zeus for him. So we got we, we got some – oh, he did face Yuma Aoyagi. So we got a Ryoji Sai at Sushioki match. So a lot of fun still going on the tournament front. Um nice. Let's move on to your news and and the the little list you wanted to to go over here um, to wrap up for tonight here. Um, yeah, where do you want to start? Uh, you just want to start. Why don't you leave? Why don't you take this? Take take us over here. This is your list. <laughs> so of course uh, this morning I, I woke up to uh, you know as as did the internet. Uh, you retweeted it sometime in your uh, crazy hours of being up. Um, and I was just like, wait, what? Um, you know, a, a video from the uh, verified accounts of one John Moxley there, yeah. um, you know, kind of uh, doing a little hype video, which I was confused. I was like, wow, this production's really cool. And I was like, oh, he's breaking out of prison. Oh, I get it, metaphors. And then, you know, <laughs> the whole, you know, chalk line, you know, on there as he was, you know, while he was in prison, I'm like, what does that amount to? And then, of course, you see the imagery of the dice, you know, having a two and a five, you know. So, of course, everybody is, uh, you know, kind of going crazier, which, I mean, it was, like I said, it was a damn good hype video, you know, for, you know, one, uh, you know, John Moxley to, to kind of come back. Of course, 
Can't forget the barbed wire imagery, you know, as well. The bloods, you know, kind of on him. So very cool, um, you know, but a lot of people, of course, because it's the Internet, very skeptical on it. A lot of people are still thinking that, you know, he's going to come back to the WWE as John Moxley, which <laughs> no. what are your thoughts on, on that conspiracy theory? And I mean, with the 25 symbolism and whatnot, I mean, is it, and you know, he's right down the street, you know, since he does reside in uh, Las Vegas there. I mean, if he doesn't show up at double or nothing and say he shows up, you know, in, in Saudi Arabia or whatever there, or would you say stomping ground? Um, in both scenarios, what would Ryan Cook's reaction be? I'll be pissed off. If 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 he's goes back to the E and this is just like a and I don't know, the the thing that makes me skeptical with you pointing that out is he's wearing the wife beater and jeans, which is the same damn outfit he's already you know, he's worn with this company instead of his trunk. So he's got the same look. That makes me a little nervous, but I I don't think so. I think he's done. I think this is him leaving. Uh, I just I well I was watching the video and the sound came out. I about scared the hell out of me. Uh, I don't I just I don't see where I don't see him going back. I don't know where he goes. I have a, I don't know. A part of me kind of thinks maybe he doesn't go to All Elite. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, Thomas do, Fenton, uh, uh, an indie run. Do you think, you know, kind of like uh, news breaking um, a little uh, a few days ago um, with uh, Joey Ryan saying goodbye to the Indies, doing one more little run before since he said he has signed with the company. Of course, rumors a few weeks ago saying the WWE was very interested in him, but not on the main roster, Ryan, uh, just in NXT. They said make a little money on NXT for a few years and then transition into a trainer. Um, we all know, of course, Joey Ryan's character, you know, the the king of sleeves, if you will, you know, a great, you know, marketer for himself as well as independent wrestling. Um, I would say over the last couple of years, you know, being a mainstay, you know, uh, bar wrestling, PWG, what have you, of course, having uh, the great appearance, um, you know, at All In and, and being the elite, you know, so again, you know, where would Ryan feel if he ended up going to NXT instead of, you know, the more obvious choice in AEW. Why, I guess, why on earth would Joey Ryan, famous dick wrestler Joey Ryan, go to... That was you. Oh, no, I'm famous balls wrestler, uh, Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) But why would that guy of all people go to WWE. You know what I mean? Like 39 what, years old. But now it does what does he do then? I mean is he essentially uh I mean he does comedy, right? <laughs> so I mean that'll work that end. I mean he maybe hopefully he'll just be the face jobber where uh, unfortunately one, oh no, Cassius Ono has become, it seems like, hey, welcome to NXT, pal. You're facing Cassius Ono for your first, you know, couple of weeks, is, if not months. Um, maybe WWE, that transition. Is, is Vince McMahon going to let him 
pull out a lollipop from his pubes and shove it in someone's mouth? No. No. Maybe I, on NXT. I mean, I, I don't know. That That's where it all comes into question. You know, cha-ching, cha-ching is one thing I would say. Like Jim Ross reported, they were asking about a guy to sign. Granted, he hasn't signed with the EF, but, you know, a WWE guy, where, you know, as you mentioned on Monday, where they just paid him half a million dollars to stay and not do anything. Maybe they'll do that, you know, with the Revival turning down the 500 k a year, you know, five-year contract. Maybe they got money to throw at him now. You know, Joey Ryan, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, he's made a lot of money, you know, on the independent scene. Um, you know, so is he willing to take a pay cut? You know, but then there's the job security, you know, with them, uh, with him becoming a trainer, you know, a la storyteller, like Kurt Angle's new role, which, you know, I'm sure he'll be pretty good at. But why wouldn't yeah. you want to go have fun and make some money in AEW? Yeah, like, I guess that's just my thing is, like, if I'm Joey Ryan, what sense is it for me to go to that company? Like, that's just what I don't see. It. It's the same thing as like I could I could never see John Cena in all elite wrestling. That just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense for a guy whose finishing move is a dickplex to be on a PG show. And I don't know. I don't know. I think it's I think that's hogwash. Oh, hogwash. Um, <laughs> Tom, Thomas Fenton uh, said, in a few hours, talking about the John Moxley video, in a few hours, this one surpassed the viewership of the third hour of Raw. This has only been published for 15 hours. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Speaking of uh, possible uh, wrestlers that might uh, be on the come up here, whether for AEW but surprising news, uh, you know, again, kind of coming out. Uh, WWE, of course, you know, all all hands on deck, it seems like. Uh, apparently, Vince McMahon, like I stated on Monday, you know, refollowed a CM Punk and AJ Lee on Twitter. Um, and apparently they're very interested in bringing back uh, Chicago-made uh, Phil Brooks here. Um, in a pretty interesting, you know, turn of events, you know, obviously the lawsuit's over. You know, of course, you could back up the Brink Strong of Hell. They just made a billion dollars. But, I mean, for everything that, that CM Punk has stood for and fought, you know, against over the last, what, four or five years since, you know, he left and the lawsuits and everything, I mean, how much money would it take to bring him in? Or, again, do you think he says, eh, I'm going to give you the ultimate screw you, Vince. I got my boys, you know, because he's friends, obviously, with everyone in All Elite. You know, so mm-hmm. what does it come to? You know, money, loyalty. Where where would you go there, Ryan? I I don't see any way CM Punk ever returns to that company. I I just I don't see. They I don't said see that about reason. Austin. They said that yeah, about but, you know a few people, Bret Hart. But but Austin was he took his ball, went home, and came back a few months later. Like and that was also like you gotta the way that CM Punk's release was handled. I think and he's the type of guy who I feel is petty enough that he will ne- he will always hold a grudge and he will never never let that go. 
Yeah, no, I agree. I'm hey, I just like him, I'm from the Chicagoland area and we definitely hold our grudges tight as I am doing in my uh in my life at the moment as well. Um <laughs> But like, what's again, that, like uh, if you're CM Punk, if you're CM Punk, real quick, if you're CM Punk, like, what, what do, what's, like, what reason would you have to go back to that after you left due to the booking, and what yeah. has the booking become? Trash, um, and and that's why I think you know. A lot of that, you know, again, I don't think if you do $5 million a year, I think it's just peace of mind. I think, you know, the cons and, and just, you know, ticket sales, revenue, hell, depending on advertisers, too, you get that name. You know, and we'll talk another name here in a second. Um, that, that builds up interest. That builds up viewership. That builds up, you know, streams or, you know, whatever they're going to do, you know, you know with the rumor of, now Turner's not having AEW, you know, kind of in the uh, in the uh, media uh, fronts, uh, you know, upcoming here. Uh, so it'll be interesting, kind of, kind of what plays out. I mean, like I said, you know, we're we're very grudgeful people from the Chicagoland area. So I mean, the best thing is to to hit your opponent where it hurts, and you know, that's viewers, that's you know, that's advertisers, that's money, and and you know, what better way than all elite? What better matchup do you sell? You know, not ten thousand, not fifteen thousand, not twenty. You know, what did I say? You know, last show or two shows ago. How can you sell out the United Center? How do you sell out Madison Square Garden again? You know, obviously that was Ring of Honor in New Japan, and they sold that. Yeah. You know, kind of when the Bullet Club was a will they, won't they type of phase. Um, but you sell out a big venue, you sell out twenty thousand plus, something that the E can't do anymore unless it's a WrestleMania or maybe a Survivor Series SummerSlam, uh, you put CM Punk and, and Kenny Omega one-on-one in a building, and, and, you know, the buildup that those two can have, the pipe bombs that they can have, my God, that's that's what you want. That's your quote-unquote dream match, I would say, besides Kento Miyahara and Kazuchika Okada, you know, kind of in, in the 2019, um, you know, wrestling mind. Um, and, yeah, I, I think you, you hit them where it hurts. That's their rival. That's, you know, you want to see Vince McMahon squirm like he made you squirm? That's when you go all elite. Unfortunately, though, you won't be in Vegas since you'll be calling a uh, uh, some some MMA fighting uh, out in Coachella the same day as uh, Double or Nothing. <laughs> We're in just a few hours away. We know the cons got, you know, private planes just as Jericho from all in there. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, I, I don't foresee that happening. Um, like I said, they, if they want to build something, you do it. Do it in Chicago. Come Labor Day. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think if you're going to try to go Rosemount or whatever, not what Allstate oh, Arena. I think. Man. Don't 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 worry. I, I still call it Rosemont. Okay, good. I just I I didn't. <laughs> I, I remember when you. I thought you were going to slap the shit out of me when I when I called the the L or whatever uh, uh, the light rail or whatever. Well, yeah, you, no, that's uh, different, man. That's totally <laughs> the we no, have just... a amphitheater out in the uh, in the area that is. I'm not kidding you, Ryan. Has been renamed seven different things since I've been alive. It used to be the World Theater, Tinley Park Theater. Now it's like uh, Captain Hook's, you know, Fish and Fry Theater or some crap like that. But it's literally wow. been like so many names. Chicago is the biggest city to sell out. Uh, to be sellouts, I would say even bigger than New York and LA combined. Because what's the the Comiskey Park is on what its fourth name, 
sins of being reading, you know, from Comiskey <laughs> there. So it's what we do. Okay. Well, good. I'm I'm glad I'm not that guy right now. So I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else? Apparently, that we do. Uh, apparently, uh, get people on the not we. I should say uh, a certain wrestler. Get people on the hook. Get excited when you climb over the octagon and you challenge the new UFC champion. And then you're saying, oh, you know, we want I want you, Danielle Cormier. You know, this summer. And then you know. And then you go to uh, God. What what the heck's his name? What's the UFC dude? Um, not Dan. Dana Snyder, White. That's the Washington. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Dana White. You go to Dana White and you say, you know what? I'm retiring from MMA and UFC. Um, just yesterday, he's like, hey, I'm gonna retire. And so people were hyping this, even though Dana White was like, I don't know even if it's going to happen, obviously playing at Koi. Then him saying, you know, on a conference call, hey, the match that we, you know, the bout that we had planned now isn't going to happen because Brock Lesnar just informed me that he's retiring. Now, Ryan, (laughs) is he retiring for more money from the WWE? Or is he retiring (laughs) maybe again? You got a new (laughs) You got a new wrestling organization coming up. I mean, what what happened? Hell I mean, no, is he not going there? He's going to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> is, is he even a draw anymore? I mean, I don't honestly, know. besides the Saudi the Saudi fans, I mean, yeah, I mean the the for him to be so pissy. Against the, you know, within the Seth Rollins match where you knew something was wrong for A, for them to go first, and then for him to just go out there quick, get stumped, <laughs> and then leave. Why do we want to see that? Why do we want to see him potentially hold a championship yet again that's not going to be defended? Why do you think your ratings are low when, you know, people aren't chasing the championship on your flagship show, for God's sakes, except for maybe every three months? Like, why? Like, do we just say, go to your farm in Saskatchewan, man, let it be? Apparently, he told Vince he wants to retire in Tampa at WrestleMania 36. But, I mean, should we just wash our hands of the beast and just say, hey, man, go go enjoy the farm life? I just, I just, I've, I've learned to just go, eh, I don't care. It is what it is. <laughs> it's just whatever. I, this, and then Goldberg is going to be there, <laughs> <laughs> and and Undertaker. Oh God! Yeah. At Man. least uh, the Saudi fantasy booker got one name right that was willing to wrestle. That's you know from the nineties. So I mean, uh, to be fair, at least he named the one wrestler that was alive. <laughs> um. Real quick, I should give you these here because um, the we have another tournament that started on the 29th uh, two days ago that I completely forgot about. Um, I'm going to really fast speed round through these results here from these couple shows. Um, on the 21st at the Shinsu Very Much DDT show, um, we saw two title. Uh, we saw uh, Yoshihiko, who is now the Iron Man Heavy Metalweight Champion lost to Kazuki Hirata, which then Dan Shokodino came out and pinned Hirata uh, during his uh, Tokyo dance to become the 1,363rd champion. Um, just just so you're aware that that actually happened. Um, also on that show, we saw the DDT Nagano sales manager 
Toro Awashi Free Local Triumph Pre-Performance Failure and Job Neglect 15th Anniversary Awashi and Funny Friends Part 5 Special Six-Man Tag Match. Um, if you can wrap all that around your head that that happened. <laughs> that just blew my mind. Um, but also, I just want to throw out there that the... Um, what are, oh, yeah. Uh, Harashima on the big... Uh, 428 show at Corkin. It was a no vacancy. Uh, Harashima loses the extreme title in a Panty Hunter Tiger Club rope Tiger Club rope death match against Antonio Honda. So Honda, the new extreme champion. No, the the dude with the blah 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 blah, blah, blah the arm and he's oh, yeah. all weird. <laughs> <laughs> with the awesome um, jungle singlet. Yep, yep. That was it. Was the Panty Hunt Tiger Cub Rope Death Match? Uh, so wow. I'll check that out. Uh, also, in a special one-on-one <laughs> match, uh, your guy Shinji Aoki in seven minutes with a foot choke defeated Kanosuke Takashita. Um, and then in twenty-eight eighteen, Tetsuya Endo successfully defends the title against Mokoto Oishi. Which then led us to the uh, the 29th King of DDT first round uh, kicked off. We saw the uh, Tetsuya Endo, Mad Pauly, Nobuhiro Shimatami, and Hiroshi Yamato defeated Toro Washi, Tony Hano, Mike Rollins, and Ricky Starks. In the Kaisuke Okuda final DDT match, Mikado Oishi and Kaisuke Okuda defeated Mizuki Watase and Yuki Ino. And then in your eight tournament matches, uh, Kazusada Haguchi defeated Kota Umeda. Soma Takao defeated Mike Bailey. Naomi Yoshimura, Mr. Uh, Midwest Wrestling, defeated Kazuki Hirata. Daisuke Sasaki defeated Yukio Sakaguchi. Masahiro Takanachi defeated Mao. Akito defeated Hiroshima. And Kanosuke Takashida defeated Yuki Ueno, which leads us to our second-round matches, which are pretty interesting, kind of good. The second round starts on the 6th, so next week here. Um... Kazusada Haguchi against Masahiro Takanashi, uh, Soma Takao versus Akito, ne- uh, Naomi Yoshimura versus Kanosuke Takashida, and then Daisuke Sasaki versus the winner of the Battle Royal. Um, all the the losers will partake in the Loser Resurrection Battle Royal, where whoever wins gets back into the tournament. And also on the show is the Noburi Betsu City Councilor with 674 votes in mind. Affiliate newcomer Tomoya Adachi comes to Mars Gym Match. Uh, so be ready for Ooh, that as well. What? <laughs> <laughs> God, I love DDT. I can't wait to watch that again. Oh yeah. my gosh. Which their um, Made in America show is uh, on the DDT streaming site. So go check it out, guys. Ooh. Fun, fun oh, show. wow. And, show and, uh, the weekend. On the uh, Road to Peter Pan show on the 11th of May, the other one coming up here, too, um, has oh, a, a pretty interesting match. Yukio Sakaguchi, Mike Bailey, and Mao since uh, shooting Doji split, taking on Daisuke Sasaki, Tetsuya Endo, and Mad Pauly. But one that really Ooh. catches my eye, if you remember, Saki Akai said, wait, I didn't know women could challenge for these titles. Uh, for the yeah. six-man tag titles. Uh, so the team of Miko Sanamura, Chihiro Hashimoto, and Dash Asago will be defending against Saki Akai, Asuka, and newly signed all-elite wrestling wrestler who left uh, Ice Ribbon. I believe she left Ice Ribbon. Wasn't in Sendai Girl. Yeah, she was in Ice Ribbon. But now it looks like she's doing DDT Tokyo Joshi Pro probably because of the affiliation. But uh, the one who people thought was Asuka for some reason, 
uh, Hikaru Shida. So that <laughs> might rock, if you ask me. That's Sorry, Jordan, didn't mean, to call, didn't mean to call you out on that uh, second week in a row. No, you can call but, out uh, for that. I mean, right. to be fair, they have the same colored gimmicks, but besides oh, that, no. <laughs> but no. <laughs> Seth Rollins and uh, Roman Reigns both have black, so they're the same person. Wow, well, I mean, I, I could have alluded to uh, to other <laughs> Jordanisms, but they they did announce too here um, on the nineteenth of May is the the King of DDT, the two semifinals and the final. Um, but the the big news, the DDT Wrestle Matsu Matsuya Mania twenty nineteen. Um, that's Whoa. June second. Two big matches. Daisuke Sasaki and Soma Takao will be defending against Kazuki Hirata and Maku Donratu, Donaruto, uh, the McDonald's guy, and uh, Hirata the dancer. <laughs> the McDonald's uh, guy. <laughs> but then, main event, Tetsuya Endo in his V2 defending against Yukio Sakaguchi, the former Shoten Doji member. So that might be awesome. Yeah, that's going to be damn good. Yeah, so some, some good stuff coming up here on the horizon for for DDT. So that was my quick jump in of... because I I meant to bring that up earlier and I forgot. No, I pre- what was weird is I the other night I was up for some reason and I was like, why does it say DDT streaming live? And they aired like a whole event, which I'm excited to go check out again. Uh, but yeah, they all, they aired like a two hour and fifty eight minute uh, event. So maybe that was uh, kind of what you were just talking about a little earlier there. So it's probably a yeah, probably uh, damn tournament. So. Yeah, it. It's one of the, yeah. It's probably the um, the finals of the the first round or the it's probably the King of DDT first round that they did because that was a nine oh, match gotcha. show. Man, because I'm telling then, you, you know, yep. there's so much wrestling, so much good wrestling right now, especially in the the puro scene. It's oh, oh god, yeah. I mean, and then just think about you know we had the battle of the Super Junior tournament, you know, coming up <laughs> in the middle of May, you know, in about twelve days. We got, you know, El Fantasmo coming out doing his best uh, technical legend gimmick there, you know, impersonation. So, I mean, it'll be it'll be damn interesting. And then, you know, of course, you know, getting back to New Japan, you know, having some really good road to, uh, you know, matches over the last couple of uh, weeks here. Uh, we got two nights of wrestling Dantaku, you know, coming up, you know, Friday and Saturday, Ryan. Uh, you know, of course, starting out uh, Friday, uh, you know, having a, um, you know, Young Lion v. Young Lion uh, you know, minus, of course, Hanma and, uh, and Tora Nari, but uh, Ren Narita, Shota Aminu, um, and again, Hanma taking on Yuya Yumura, Yoda Suji, I got that messed up, and so up and Nari, sorry guys, I'm on Night Cool right now. Yota, feeling Yota a little Suji. Under the, uh, huh? Yota Suji. Yota Suji, that's a cool name. And plus, he's, he's got like a cool, a uh, cool uh, facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'll be, like, you know, kind of a fun uh, opener. This young lion crop, my God, I, I just wish um, they would go on excursions so then we could transport two years from now and then get them back onto the uh, the main roster here. Or maybe don't send them on excursion. Just move them up right away. Uh, second match on the card, uh, we got Taguchi teaming up with Tiger Mask, Yoshihashi, and not Yoshitatsu. Uh, tell that to my phone, autocorrect. Uh, teaming up with the uh, the legend, Ajushin Thunder Liger, they're taking on, of course, the Suzuki Goon, uh, Takamishinoku, El Desperado, Yoshinabu Kamenomura, and, of course, Minoru Suzuki. I cannot wait to see Liger and Suzuki just beat the living hell out of each other. 
I'm going to make a prediction. They're going to beat each other so bad, they're going to go back into probably uh, the back area while the match kind of continues with the other six <laughs> men. Um, I, I think you wait for this match. I mean, you, you kind of have to put this, you know, maybe at Dominion. You know, obviously we talked, could they stretch it, you know, for Liger's last match? Um you know, maybe not, but, you know, something for Dominion for, to, to be a special attraction match. You can't get any more, you know, special and or attraction than Minoru Suzuki v. Uh, Jushin Thunder Liger here. Uh, so that'll be, uh, that'll be a fun match. And Tiger Mask, you know, again, having a really good, you know, last couple of months, you know, kind of seeing him, especially when him and Liger were teaming up in the, uh, the tag tournament there. Um, then next we have a three-on-three match, Will Ospreay, Toriyanu, Togi Makabe, they're taking on Hikaleo and Tomatonga, Tongaloa. <laughs> Man, tongue twisters galore. Um, Tomatonga, Tongaloa. It'll be an interesting match. You know, of course, I'm assuming they'll probably get Hikaleo and, and Will Ospreay, you know, kind of the feature later on, you know, uh, for New Japan here, especially when Ospreay regains his belt which that's got to happen, right? Uh, fourth match, show and yo. Um, have you watched any of the road twos yet? No, I, I literally have watched nothing wrestling wise, but all Japan. I've, I've been, show I figured I'm just going to ride through it first. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. I would say, you know, the mains for sure. You know, I watch a couple of the tag matches of, of a few of them, but, I would say you could definitely get bypass uh, a lot and just watch five, you know, key matches from the go-tos. Uh, but Sho and Yo teaming up with Kota Ibushi, uh, I, I would say, is he a, you know, a, a chaos member, you know, just by allegiance or hatred of one Tetsuya Naito? Uh, whatever it is, I'm loving uh, his, uh, you know, teaming up or acclamation with chaos, um, yeah. you know, taking on a game. L.I.J., Shingo, Bushi, um, and Naito. I love the hatred that Abushi has. Um, and, and we haven't talked about this, and I wanted to get your thoughts uh, last week on it. Um, Kota Ibushi um, announcing before one of the Road 2 shows that he signed a uh, pretty much a contract until he dies with New Japan. Of course, Kota Ibushi's always been a freelancer. You know, you could never tie him down. But, of course, you know, he's getting a little older in age. You know, New Japan's shown some confidence, um, you know, with Kota Ibushi, but finally getting that blood on the contract. What are your thoughts on Ibushi never possibly teaming up with uh, Kenny Omega yet again? Um, I think at some point, oh, excuse me, sorry. I think at some point the whole Kenny New Japan or AEW New Japan will, will work itself out. We're, we'll see them together against each other at some point, but I think more what threw me off was I thought he announced this right before the New Japan Cup. So why are they doing it again? Because remember he came out in the ah, suit yeah, was like... Must have been your, your sources you made while you were in Tokyo in January. <laughs> well, no, he, he came out during uh, New Beginning or whatever, whatever the show was in, in beginning of February, and was in a suit and said, you know, I am I am healthy from the concussion um, I am back. I have signed a contract with New Japan, and I'm go- the first entrant in the New Japan Cup. And then everyone's like, oh, he's going to win now because he signed a contract. Like, he oh. did it on camera. Well, let's be real. They probably can't take anything he said serious, so it had to take the brass <laughs> to come out and be like, 
Oh, yeah, no, Abushi, he's, he's signed with blood with a quill for life. He's New Japan forever. <laughs> Next match, we'll see. Uh, very impressive. I mean, the gaijin in, in these Japanese uh, companies has, has definitely uh, made a splash in 2019. Mikey Nichols definitely being one of them. Uh, two former NXT guys making some names, whether it's in All Japan or New Japan. Uh, Mikey Nichols teaming up with Juice Robinson and Hiroki Goto and taking on Le Bullet Club uh, members Chase Owens, Bad Luck Fale, and Jay White. Do you think the uh, the Jay White cooldown since losing the title at the G1 Supercard is anything to worry about, or do you think he can still solidify himself as the top heel uh, in the company? Oh, I still think he's probably the number four guy in the company. Um, you know, Okada Tanahashi, I guess you could, uh, Naito, Naito? and Abushi, yeah, Jay, I mean, even if you put Jay White five, I think he's one of the top five guys in that company, top five mainstays, you know, they're, they're obviously, they work at, they didn't put the belt on him for nothing. And it, it's, it's mm-hmm. just like I said last week, I, now I think Jay White is just doing the Jay White arc of what he was supposed okay. to do, where he was just playing Somebody's got to play the Kenny Omega, so why don't we just have Jay White do it? It's Bullet Club. He can be the heel to Okada, and then Okada can beat him just like he was going to beat Kenny, and then we'll just put Jay White to what he was going to be. So I think that's kind of where they're at is, you know, like they had the Goto match, and, you know, just throw him in that mid card. He he had his rub, and now he can just kind of cool him off, but he can still get his heat. Mm -hmm. I mean, and and that's just, Kudos to Jay White just for what he can do with that character. And, again, his mic uh, skills, whether it's, uh, you know, with Bullet Club backstage or, you know, kind of what he says, you know, to the camera while he's mercilessly beating someone or throwing them into a guardrail. It's <laughs> it's just something, uh, you know, again, man, what what a year and a couple of months make when everyone hit the panic button, including myself, uh, you know, just where it's just like, <laughs> this guy to, uh, like, you know, saying, oh, this guy's uh, definitely must-see. Uh, speaking of must-see, your co-main event, your special attraction, tag team match, you have L.I.J., the King of Darkness, evil himself, and Sonata, uh, someone Roman Reigns wishes he could be, uh, taking on Chaos, uh, Tomohiro Ishii, uh, the best in the world. Come on, guys. Get on board already, New Japan. Make him champ. But, of course, that means you would have to take on Kazuchika Okada, his tag team partner, and, and Chaos Stablemates. Uh, I mean, I'm loving Ishii and, and Evil, um, you know, kind of beating the crap out of each other, you know, in, in, in multi-man <laughs> matches. I can't wait. They're, they've uh, Something I've loved ever since. I mean, it's never really been a thing, but my love of Survivor Series, they had the last, uh, the last show they um, did. They did two elimination 10-man tags. Um, and and always I, good I know, on New Japan. New Japan yeah, always does I, those I right. Love eliminations. And you know, one thing I can't wait to see Ishii and Evil just beating the hell out of each other until they get all the way to the back and they get counted out. And they just will probably show a camera five minutes after they were counted out and they're still beating the crap out of each other. But uh, <laughs> Who's your yeah, LIJ. Pick to win. If, the tag match or the single match? Yeah, tag match. Uh, I, I definitely, uh, I will say LIJ will get the rub here. What do you I, think? I'm going to go. 
<laughs> I just wanted an excuse to play that. <laughs> just brilliant. as brilliant as um, I, I'm looking at these cards now. I finally got them pulled up. And uh, ru- shout out to Russell Zone, um, who advertises since they're doing the same match on both shows. Um, there must be a replacement on May 4th. May 4th has Shoyo and Rocky Romero against Shingo, Bushi, and Naito. But on May 3rd, they have Shingo, Bushi, and Naito taking on Sho, Rocky Romero, and Yogg, Y-O-G. So, oh, my gosh. Yogg must Maybe. be the mass version of Yo. Mandatory my ass. Jeez. <laughs> but I'm pumped. Uh, I guess the co-main event, even though it's a tag match, for sure would be... Um, Never openweight championship match. Jeff Cobb uh, making his way back to Tokyo after winning the never cha- uh, openweight title from one Will Ospreay at the uh, fantastic G1 Supercard at Madison Square Garden just last month. The taking on Taichi, uh, his first defense here. Obviously, let's hope not. Taichi, uh, unless you want to win Ospreay to win it back. Um, over under, though, Ryan. Uh, 15 minutes for Taichi's entrance. Ooh. I have a weird feeling that this this is going to be the it doesn't hit Jeff Cobb. This show. Ooh, okay. And I think it's just okay. going to it's going to make us hate Taichi even more than we should. Like Taichi had some good stuff. Style? I don't know. It's just it I don't know. I my hope is we get Cobb and Osprey at Dominion. That's kind of where I'm hoping this goes. So for that okay. happening, I don't need Taichi winning this title. One dream I have that while Jeff Cobb is is in Tokyo, that he runs into uh, All Japan wrestler Atsushi Aoki, and then they're just like, I used to be your size, and then Aoki like, hey, I could be your... Again, they wear the same gear. Like, every time I see Aoki, I'm like, oh, man, it's like mini Jeff Cobb. Um, then the main event, cop, bad IWGP. Cop. <laughs> there you go. Good cop, bad cop. Um, IWGP oh. Junior Heavyweight Championship match. Uh, main event, Taji Ishimori looking to regain his championship, uh, taking on new champ with his first defense here. Dragon Lee. Um, is this when we finally see Homura? Uh, Homoru, uh, Romu Takahashi. I don't know why I just messed that up. Thanks, uh, Benadryl. But um, is this finally Romu? All sorts of drugs. <laughs> we got the Benadryl. <laughs> what? Nyquil. What? Robitussin. What? Everything. <laughs> I, you know, I'm starting to, you know, we always anticipate Hiromu Takahashi coming out. Maybe he comes out against. I don't know. I don't. I don't think he comes out yet. I think we wait. Okay. When did uh, uh, Shibata come out? Was that Dominion when he came out and made his first appearance? When he came back to the company. Yeah. Yeah. Just no. Uh, when he came back after the devastating uh, career-ending injury. Um. It, it might have been at Dominion. Or it yeah. might have been on the G1 final. Oh. I'm a, don't worry. I have a friend that knows. His name is Google. Let me use him. 
Uh, who do you got in the uh, in the main event here, uh, Dragon uh, Dra- Lee, or do you think Ishimori? Yeah, no, I, back the I, title? I think Dragon Lee holds it until Hiromu's ready to beat him for it to to bring that story full circle. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, night two of uh, Wrestling Duntaku, um starting off with a Young Lions match, Ren Narita, Shota Aminu taking on Yuya Yamura. And Yoda Suji, did I get that right that time? God, he's got a beautiful yep. set of uh, just his face looks awesome. Um, I love Shota Aminu's graphic because he is just hype. Um, yeah, I'm a Shota Aminu guy. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were a Red Narita guy. Oh yeah, I'm a Red Narita guy. Sorry, sorry. They're both good. I mean, and they're tagging, so I'm gonna watch this match. Come on. Um, which Alex a year ago was definitely said. Fast uh, sorry, forward. 20... 2017 G1 Climax Finals, August 13th. I uh, made an appearance simply stating, I am still alive. That is all. <laughs> and he still got the biggest smile. <laughs> yeah, people are crying in the crowd. Ah! Reigns is still waiting for that pop to happen. Um, <laughs> next, we got a 10-man tag match. We got Suzuki-Goon, uh, Taichi, Ganamaru, El Desperado, Taka Mishinoku, and, of course, Daddy himself, Minoru Suzuki, taking on Raisuke Taguchi, Tiger Mask, Atoa Hanari, Yoshihashi, and Jeff Cobb. So no title defense, you know, kind of on, on that match there, of course, since he had it has it on the night before. Uh, third match, we got Tangaloa, Tamatanga, and uh, I don't know why he's wrestling. <laughs> Um, Jado taking on Toriano, Togi Makabe, and Jushin Thunder Liger. How do they make uh, Jado take the pin? Do all three of them do their finishers on him? <laughs> well, here's the and thing. And then that's Liger stupid. bound to finish it off. <laughs> Let me say that I feel like it's stupid for the fact that why did you suddenly pull Liger out of the Suzuki Goon match? Why exactly. insert him into a random bullet club match when you're trying to build this thing with Mineral Suzuki? Maybe Suzuki comes out and just takes him out of the match. <laughs> I mean, Yano's not going to really be too much. So, I mean, you could technically just, uh, what's Yano Makabe's awesome tag name? Like the murderers of murder? The most violent players. Jeez. Oh, that's even tighter. Uh, yeah, I think you get MVP versus G.O.D. And uh, enough said. Uh, next match coming up, you got Hanma, Mikey Nichols, Juice Robinson, Hiroki Goto, and taking on Hikaleo, uh, Chase Owens, Bad Luck. Why wouldn't Hikaleo just be with his – anyway. Uh, Chase Owens, Bad Luck, Fale, and Jay White here. Um, next match, of course. We get Will Ospreay teaming up with uh, WGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. Uh, Dragon Lee taking on Taji Ishimori and X. We can all pretty much assume who X is. Um, or do you think Ishimori takes out both by himself? Mm, no, I think X will come in and get the victory. <laughs> as long as it's not vacant. Uh, but El Fantasma, <laughs> so uh, we got El Phantasma Who's he going to uh, get the pin on though? Mm, not not the champ Not the champ? Spins Osprey, yeah. huh? 
Without Brandon, yeah. like we noticed, transitioning back to the juniors, of course, with him being one of, what, 29 wrestlers in the in the junior cup still, uh, coming up here? Like, it still blows my mind that he's back in there after he, you know, he's putting over that he's just the assassin. He's not the aerial assassin, and he's going heavy now. And it's like, ah, I don't understand. You know, it's once again, it's just as confusing why why the, the uh, it's, Liger's not in the match with, you know, because they got Yoshihashi, who's chaos, in there with yep. Hanari Cobb, Tiger Mask, and Taguchi. We'll pull out Yoshihashi and put Liger in that match with the the Sekigun-type Taguchi Japan guys. And then you suddenly have Hashi with Yano and Makabe, which is more of a chaos team. <laughs> like, you, oh, I mean, no, they've been, they've been westernized, saying? Ryan. They've been westernized. <laughs> so, that's why I'm like, well, let's just I unless they want to have Dragon League get pinned going into the tournament to show he's vulnerable. Oh, I take that back. The, the six man is different. I thought it was just a rematch. They're uh mandatory my ass got it wrong. <laughs> Next matchup, uh what if Romu's ex? Sorry, that's just stupid. Um, obviously it's not saying bad money. Sorry, that's just Stupid. <laughs> Again, it's the westernization. I'm trying to shake out of my uh, wrestling brain here. Uh, we got a six-man tag. Uh, of course, LIJ members, uh, Shingo Takage, Bushi, and uh, he's got the mask, right? Is it Bushi or is it – anyway. Uh, Tetsuya <laughs> Naito, of course, the leader of LIJ, taking on, I would say, probably Jen's dream team of uh, – or, or a team of just beautiful hair. Uh, we got Yo and Sho. Ropungi 3K, and of course, teaming up with Kota Abushi. Well, Jen's out in for show, so I think we're ready to go. And she likes Kota Abushi, too. So, I mean, who, who get doesn't lost. get lost in his eyes? Come on. Shingo Takagi, when he shoves his head <laughs> through his own asshole. Like, seriously, that's <laughs> going to be the final, right? For the junior tournament, because they've been building it up so much. They can't be in the same block because that would just be stupid booking, and we know Gato doesn't do that. I mean, we we can pretty much pencil in Show and Shingo, correct? And probably an epic fifty-eight minute match. I'm gonna say Show and Shingo will be in the same block because I don't think oh, they're. Man. I don't think Show or Yo has a chance to go to the championship or to the finals. But I think yeah, you've got to put in the same block. Shingo win, and then I think that's a good way. Oh man. Can't wait for you to see that tag match because they go at it. And just their story alone, I love how show just doesn't care about the team, the the, the championships. He just cares about getting the Wiley veteran that is Shingo Takage. Oh, uh, just getting the hell out of each other for months. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, remember when, when we started kind of going on the show train that he was he might be the guy just because of the look and the size and his selling and his ability – and then the the minute he's in there with Shingo, they go head to head, and it was like, well, I'm in. <laughs> this yeah. is great. Let's go. Like a little Thank dog. You. Oh God, I loved it. Oh, a match that I definitely can't wait to say I loved it. Uh, will be the co-main event special attraction, King of Darkness, Evil, taking on uh, again another my my favorite wrestler, the Pitbull. 
Tomohiro Ishii, again, a nice Spider-Man meme, if you will. Um, they're just going to beat the living hell out of each other. Thankfully, there's really not a DQ <laughs> uh, type of stipulation in any New Japan match. Um, but my God, man, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, unfortunately, I, I think Ishii does do the job, but that's not a bad thing. Uh, Ryan, who do you got in this uh, awesome, awesome singles match of Evil and Tomohiro Ishii? I'm going to say Ishii wins. Ooh. Yeah, why Interesting. not? Interesting. Ishii. So you're going to – okay, okay. Then, of course, we have the main event, IWGP Heavyweight Champion, the Rainmaker, Kazuchika Okada, taking on uh, his Okada. formidable opponent from the G uh, – not the G1, from the uh, New Japan New Cup. Japan Cup. Uh, Sonata here uh, taking on – a Pretty much his first defense since winning back the uh, the championship at the G1 Supercard against Jay White. Um, if they can replicate and then maybe add maybe 25% uh, from their uh, New Japan Cup match, could this be a low-key match of the year, Ryan? Yeah, this this will be tremendous. Um, they're set up to uh, – this is this will be the second time Sonata's challenge for the title – Obviously, we had the New Japan Cup match. I think this is a really good chance of, of being very special. I'm I'm really excited for it. I think I think there's a there's a good chance that this is this will be another Sonata's coming out party. Holy crap! What are they going to do next with them? Type thing until he gets lost and not pushed again. I was about to say, though, or do you think, you know, from that New Japan Cup match uh, just a, a few weeks back, could this be, or I should say a month, um, could this be his trial match where they say, okay, you're going to take the L this time, but the next guy to take the belts, or sorry, the championship off of Okada will be you, Sonata. Do you think this is his match to kind of just show everyone, okay, he's done this to you before, Become, you know, a few months, a year, what have you, you'll be the next in line. Mm, no, I don't think so. I don't think I'd go that far, sadly. Wow, so he's just stuck in a rut, huh? I'm I'm just coming to the realization that I think I think or Sonata, the IC maybe yeah, down I, the line. I think that's the the best case scenario. I just I don't know, and you know, they have plenty of time to make different things happen. But I just, I see him. I don't see him being a main eventer. The fact that you're probably going Naito next after Okada means you got the title booked up until January, and then it'll all depend on how long you want to give that run to Tetsuya Naito. And you know, if you go into to Wrestle Kingdom 15 the following year, and if you still have Naito the champion. He's super over. Maybe that's when Jay White wins the tie or wins the G one, and now Jay White's getting his, his shot at the gold at the dome. Mm-hmm. So I just that to me makes more logical sense than doing something with Sonata. So this is just a step for you know that that secondary title with the Intercontinental. Mm-hmm. IWGP Intercontinental. This, this is Okada needs something to who do wins, until who wins, it be, who wins it first. Sonata or Evil? Who wins that the, the IC strap first out of those two? Because there's Evil. They sell. Evil? Okay. Yeah, I think I Evil. It's, especially if you look at it for the fact that Evil had the shot against Jericho. 
So like they already put him in that spot once. Now, mind you, Evil yeah. and Sonata both have had heavyweight title matches too, so that it's kind of a bad point on my end. But I don't know. I I feel like as they want Sonata to be the star, but he just isn't. He just there's just something about him that he doesn't get there. And you know, I could be wrong, and I hope I'm wrong because I want to see him do something. I want to see him succeed, but. Well, we'll find out where uh, where New Japan's heading uh, for the second quarter here. Uh, come uh, come this weekend, two nights again of wrestling Dantaku, Friday and Saturday. Hopefully, we'll get that watch and review for you next week, uh, as well as the finish of the uh, All Japan Champion Carnival. Oh man, fun time! Yeah, but that's that's kind of my my hope is to wrap up the carnival and get done Taku watch. So the next week um, we'll have our plates clean and we, we can basically ride into uh, we got the King of DDT second round. And then we got the best of the super junior. Oh man. I love it. That'll be some fun stuff. Um, other stuff here real quick on your notes. Um, anything else you really want to talk about? Or do you want to wrap this up? I'm, and I think I'm WWE out. Yeah, I mean, the only thing is the Leo Rush situation. I know you and Demetrius are huge fans of one Leo Rush. I've yet to see kind of, you know, mm-hmm. matches where I'm like, whoa. Um, but, of course, nuclear heat on him, um, you know, apparently from not doing, you know, kind of the quote-unquote rookie thing. Some may say hazing. Some say respect um, that he's not doing, whether it's bringing friends and his wife, you know, backstage, you know, with or without credentials. Not, you know, having water ready for the talent, you know, in, in the gorilla position, uh, the veterans, I should say, um, him thinking he's too big for that, as well as, you know, bringing the coolers in and the drinks set up, you know, for all the veterans, you know, post shows here. Um, Leo Russia, apparently rumored to uh, kind of not be a staple anymore, uh, possibly move back down to NXT. Uh, apparently 205 is not an option anymore. Uh, what are your, your final thoughts on, on Leo Russia and if it's time with the E is done, and if it's valid uh, with him not, you know, quote-unquote, you know, appeasing the veterans. I I think if we're still at the point where where you make the rookie, the quote, rookies have to carry all the stuff in, I think we're, I thought we're past that. I, I, I'm not trying to crap on tradition or anything, but, you know, they, they talk, oh, Leo Rush isn't paid his dues. Yes, he has. The dude's been wrestling longer than Baron Corbin. Was Baron Corbin bringing in the water cooler? Like, that's why I just think that's such stupid. You know, it's like Jericho don't, talks don't about what the... people they pay for that, though? That's what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah. <laughs> why am I paying Leo Rush to come in to pay... It's it's about as asinine as the fact that Kushida's doing ring duty. Yeah. Like... So I'm I'm looking at Leo Rush right now here, uh, 24 years old. Uh, Leo Rush made his debut in 2014, uh, where he tagged with uh, yeah he's uh, oh yeah sudden impact with uh, Patrick Clark. I, I forgot about that. Um, yep. Let me let me Baron Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin made his WWE. He got to NXT in 2012. Um, was losing on house shows, and he returned at, uh, to defeat C.J. Parker at Fatal 4-Way 
which was one of the best matches in NXT history. I still stand by that. Um, the Tyson Kid, Sami Zayn, Pac, and Breeze match. But that was 2014. So this well, guy's in wrestling. Is... Corbin and, uh... <laughs> I thought you said that was the best player. So, so he's in wrestling as long as Baron Corbin. I don't see Baron Corbin paying his dues. No. I, yeah, I just, I, I, it's, I understand if, look, if Leo Rush has never wrestled a day in his life and he's a trainee and he's learning the business, yeah, he should learn all that stuff that all the other guys did do. And I, I'm fine with that. You know, if he want, you know, if you want him to do the ring stuff, that's good. They, he can see the ins and outs of the ring as well, so it kind of works. But why is Leo Rush showing up to Monday Night Raw and uh, he walks in and they're like, hey, uh, hey Leo, need you to go get um, – we need you to go get Natalia's bags. You know, she's got two of them, and she only has one good hand because the other's on Instagram. Leo, can you handle that for us? <laughs> and just think, the one guy they used to do stuff to bags was a rookie, and he was doing that in his younger years in one Randy Orton, and he would do a lot worse than uh, not carry your bags. Uh, but yet, he's been one of the top guys for, you know, 18 years, you know, 19 years just passed the other day, you know, uh, since Orton debuted. So, um, a little interesting. I, I like this quote, and I think a lot of it has to do with it. You know, sadly, um, you know, him coming from his Twitter, you know, him kind of explaining, you know, on Twitter over the last couple of days, you know, all the dirt sheets reporting on, on the uh, the heat, if you will. Um, I believe we are all able to carry our own gear and provisions. I treat others as equals, and as a young black male, have often had to fight for my own equality. I think there's a lot that has to do with that there, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't. And, okay. Know. Yeah. So, like, what's wrong with what he said? Nothing. It's it's Nothing. just like how Jericho talks about how asinine it is that people are still giving wrestlers crap for not doing the the cute wrestler handshake. You know what? When I go to when I last time I went to a wrestling show, if I went to go shake shake someone's hand that I you know that I haven't seen in a while, introduce myself to somebody. If they do that, the little peddly handshake to show, you know, because you shake your hand really light to show that you're very light in the ring and you're not going to hurt the guy. Okay, cool. It's a, it's a signal or whatever. To, to, that guy was trained because he understands that handshake. So I know he, yeah. he's been with somebody to do that. I get that. That's fine. But, like, if I go to a wrestling show and, and I run into TJ, who I haven't seen in a while, we don't even shake hands. I just give him a hug. Or... You know, it, 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 even even to a, to a lesser extent, um, a guy who's made a name for himself that you know I used to book and I, I maybe seen him a couple times in the last couple of years, but Darren Corbin, the better of the Corbins, um, when when I walk <laughs> in the locker room with him and this dude's been everywhere, he wrestles everywhere. This is a guy who should should get a shot and he's never gotten a shot. I felt like, but when I go back there and everyone's like, oh, there's Darren Corbin. Uh, oh, Ryan's walking up to Darren Corbin. And, you know, you get the young guys in the locker room who are looking for the handshake to kind of see, oh, you know, we don't know who this Ryan guy is. Let's, you know, does he know what he's doing? And when we were at seven, the seven star, Darren just gives me a hug. It didn't even shake my hand. And some of these young guys who are trained the, trained in those ways kind of just look like, who's this guy just giving him a hug? Why is he not shaking his hand? Like, it's, it's a, it's a freaking camaraderie, man. It's, you yeah. know, and and that dude's not having any of these rookies carry his bag in. If anything, he's giving his time to these young guys to, to hey, you know, 
you guys look stuck on something. What are you trying to do? Oh, we're trying to work on our match, and we, this doesn't make sense to get to this. Hey, have you tried doing this? Oh, hey, thanks. That'll work perfect. And he's helping people. Yeah. And I, that's why, you know, I always put that dude over for that. You know? Oh, man. You know, and it's it's like, so like I get it if you've been trained that way, but some of these guys, it's like I don't need I don't need you to come up and shake my hand all cute and cordial when I've when I've known you for ten years. Like the like uh, Airwolf, who's make starting to make a name for himself, he kind of did that handshake a little bit, but he came from the you know Kennedy School with Davari. Okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll shake your hand just like that back. I've never met you. You're young. You just came. You're fresh out of the school. You know, and you're trying to do everything right because, you know, I'm some old guy in there. Hey, I appreciate that. Cool. You're trying. But I'm not going to go, go, hey, hey, kid, before you put your mask on, I need you to go get my kick pads. Uh, I need you to get a, a water bottle and spray my kick pads so they gl- they glisten a little bit when I come out. Can you do that while I'm getting my gear on? Yeah, I'm not going to do that shit. Have you ever done that to a wrestler? Was it ever expected of you in the locker room to do that when you were coming up? No, I've always offered to help with the rate. I like I still help, offer now if somebody asks me, "Hey, you know, everyone's bailing, you know, do you mind helping us with the ring?" No, nah, man. Thanks. Thanks for booking me. Let me give you a hand. I don't care. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a it's a but it's a bunch of just guys, you know, it's but I don't know. It's just no one's ever no one's ever done anything like that to me. Um the only to be fair, the only person I've ever done that to is TJ because frankly it's TJ. I'll go in the back, but TJ, why do you not have the sound set up right for the entrances? Oh, shoot, I'm trying. Come on, TJ, get it in gear. And that's TJ. It's the only reason. Yeah. Or Leonard, excuse me, the Leonard. Leonard. Hashtag. Yeah. Screw Lever Bates. <laughs> anyway, that's oh, my man. rant. Well, hey, I almost want to show it on a reason. rant. That's all we got to say. Amazing. Uh, well, thank you, Ryan, uh, again, for allowing the Champions Carnival um, to, to run amok in my life. Um, and, yeah, man, we got some, some fun wrestling for, for not only us, uh, but for everyone out there. Uh, don't forget to also check out uh, our previous shows to kind of get you on the Champion Carnival route um, and kind of what we talked about last Monday. Uh, we talked about the Cody promo as well as a few other uh Options, um, topics, I should say. So check us out again, blogtalkradio.com forward slash strong style media, um, and wherever you could find your podcastables, um, which we're pretty much on every streaming site, which is great. Go buy our awesome merch for options for the WrestleCast logo. Um, not only different colors, but different logos, which is tight. Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash WrestleCast. Follow us on Twitter at WrestleCast underscore SSM. Don't forget, love, uh, like us, share us, um, you know, over on Facebook, WrestleCast Radio and Strong Style Media. Uh, hopefully we have some more additions to the Strong Style Media Network here coming up soon as well as internet-wise. So stay tuned for that. Um, also, before I let you go, Ryan, unfortunately, I think Drake might have uh, doomed one of our favorite Westeros uh, characters. He gave a big shout out to Aria tonight at the Billboard Music Awards. So uh, just don't jinx it, Drake. It's, it's okay. It. I I thought about this, and not to not to get too much into Thrones, but she got she got her moment. So I think there's a shot she doesn't make it till the end anyway. 
So, Aww, it's her show, man. We got that since season five. I'm like, oh, this is she, about her. But she can't have t- the both climactic moments. She can't be the one to kill the uh, the the Night King and Cersei. Like she can't. No, man. She's pretty masterful. We'll find out on Thrones ca- or Thronecast uh, premiering yeah. this Sunday night at 11 p.m. here on Strong Style <laughs> Media. Uh, tomorrow. Uh, I believe tomorrow night I'm going to finalize the details in the next 12 hours here. Uh, myself and uh, Nick Hagberg, contributor extraordinaire, we're going to come on and we're going to give you our uh, kind of early, our, our early postseason, if you will, for the NBA. We're going to talk our feelings on free agency, the draft, also our award winners, MVP, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, our all-NBA teams, things like that, uh, Most Improved, our Executive of the Year. So we're going to kind of just do a little hodgepodge of NBA. I love talking it with Hagberg. So we're going we're gonna to do that for you. And then be on the lookout because uh, as we keep getting caught up on the, on the Champions Carnival, who knows, maybe we come back and we sneak something in here before our normal Monday show. Or maybe Monday you're just going to get a nine-show review and we're going to be here for hours. So <laughs> we'll see I'm what happens with you guys. Yeah, buddy. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. WrestleCast will be out. We are out. Not we'll be out. Whatever. Sorry. I'll just I'll play this for my Try. See you guys. <laughs>